and events, books and t-shirts, go over to zenbitchlock.com. And today I've chosen page 60, uh, second to last paragraph. Being convinced we were at step three, which is that we decided to turn our will and our life over to God as we understood him. Just what do we mean by that? And just what do we do? The first requirement is that we is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we're almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Even each person is like an actor. He wants to run the whole show. He's forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If his arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to make these arrangements, our actor may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest and self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish and dishonest. But as with most humans, he is likely to have varied, uh, have varied traits. All right, Paul, that's the, the reading today. I'll hand it over to you. Well, what usually happens? The show doesn't come off very well. Yeah. That's the next sentence. <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome. Nice to see everybody, Paul. Uh, grateful member of recovery. Yeah, of course, this is some of the most important and stuff. Uh, if you look at the 12 steps as a linear process, which they are, then first would have an incredibly important meaning, and next would almost be secondary. So here, he's basically saying above that, being convinced we were at step three, which is that we decided to turn our will and life over to God as we understood him. Just what do we mean by that? And then the first requirement, I feel the most essential one, is that we be convinced any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. Yeah. And then he goes off on um, the whole thing of what a life uh, looking, you know, based on self-will looks like. Yes. We have ideas. We want to fulfill them. We tend to run into obstacles. We get frustrated and all this stuff, and it leads us to drink. So uh, to me, the first thing of it is to quit playing God. Yeah, that's essential. And the great news about this message is you don't have to quit playing God. Because you are not that which is playing God. Hallelujah. Because if you are that which is playing God and you try to quit playing God, that's playing God. You can't get out of it. It's like one of those Chinese thumb things. Once you're in it, all your movements and all your wiggling around are futile. They actually tighten the thing instead of loosening it. So is it true or not that if you are that which is playing God, and you try to quit playing God, can that be seen as playing God? Yeah. So how do we quit playing God? We don't. We admit we're not that which is playing God. Yeah, that's it. For something to be playing God, something's got to be listening to it or aware of it. We are that which is there before there's any act of playing God. Yeah, we are that. Let's call it the seeing, the awareness, whatever you want to call it. Just don't see it as you, in a way. So now it's very clear the head is where the act of playing God goes on, obviously. Yeah, because you wake up on a Tuesday and it tells you about the effect of the whole day, like it's going to suck. Yeah. Now, if there's faith in that head, faith in that which is playing God, it has effects, yeah? You may not, you may roll over and not get up because you believe what's the point, yes? 
So the playing God isn't really the problem. It's the faith in the playing God. And what do we represent? We represent, we represent the faith, just like it says in perhaps there's a better way. What do we represent in that statement? Trust. Either there's trust in the finite self or there's trust in the infinite. You could say we are an act of trust. Yeah. And if that act of trust is in the finite self, we have a life run on self-will, which is hardly going to be successful. And then it just describes all these things of trying to run the show and shit like that. But it's all rooted back to the trust is in finite self. And what does that trust in finite self do? Have you, or whatever you are, believe that you're something, yeah? A long-lasting, independent, separate entity, yeah? This premise of separation, which needs, then we need to have, if there's a belief in separation, there's going to be a desire to connect, yes? And most people, a lot of the great healing of recovery in the community is you feel a part of, you have a purpose, you become useful. And this is very healthy. It's like putting a much better level of oil and gasoline in the car. You just run better, yeah? Yes or no? Have you known people who identified with what they did and when they retire, they can have a real, real, real bad time. They start drinking and shit like that because something they needed seemingly has been withdrawn. They're still there, yeah? But if there was an identification as being a realtor and now they're not selling houses and now they're drinking wine at 10 o'clock, just like our friends eating ice cream at nine o'clock, but they're drinking wine, yeah? And you can put down the spoon, hopefully with the ice cream and probably not have enough another effect from it, but the wine continually drink drunk may lead you to a point of crossing a line and there you go now you lose the inability to stop drinking or you lose the ability to stop drinking the wine yeah where did that come from where was the unrest the unrest was i call i was calling myself something i'm not doing that something anymore and now i'm lost yes so I'm just going to watch TV all day or some kind of thing and sit there and drink. And there you go. Yeah. The head's playing God constantly. And it's telling you all the motherfuckers, all this, all that, this, that. And then there you go. Yeah. You become at the effect of what you're listening to. Instead of realizing you're the listening to anything. You are the awareness of anything. Now you're unaware of that and you're taking yourself to be a something. Yeah. Don't, aren't we the trust that if it's put into finite self, it produces certain effects that if you're an extreme example of that, which is an alcoholic, you will probably intimate or feel very, very, uh, familiar with the descriptions of what an alcoholic is like, yes, be it in 1935 or 2023, because the alcoholism hasn't changed, yes, it's rooted in a bondage of self, an extreme, we're an extreme uh, example of self-centeredness, run wild, whatever, yeah, self is other than us, being centered in other than us produces effects. Yeah. So trust finite self or trust the infinite. I would say trust is more of a representative of what we are than a historical biography of the action figure. I do. Yeah. So if there's trust in the mental state, that mental state now plays God with our God juice. We've basically given our God juice over to the narrative, yeah? And now it's making shit out of nothing, mountains out of molehills, has us completely occupied with what's not happening, and we're out to lunch. Yeah. I mean, didn't you notice when you were out there, if you had a job and you got home, and around 7 o'clock at night, your head will tell you you had a bad day. Like you weren't there the whole day to know what was going on? You're out to lunch. 
We're relying on something that's unreliable. We're relying on something to tell us what's going on or what I'm like or what he's like or what they're like, yes? And it produces, it just keeps putting out the same old, same old, yeah? It says beautifully, page 67, why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? There you go. Yeah. Does it say you have failed you? No. Self-reliance has failed us. And therefore, if you admit that and get to the, the root of it, you're going to be moved as trust or as faith to go somewhere else. And now you're going to find yourself in a process where the trust is going to be moved, not by you, yeah, but by this power is going to be moved from finite self towards the infinite, yeah? And then suddenly, your life is going to change. <laughs> yeah. What moves the mountain? Faith, yeah? What makes up mountains? Playing God, yeah? Playing God uses our faith to make up mountains out of mountains. Our faith, given over to this higher power, can move mountains. Yes. One power really diminishes. One putting it into self diminishes the power, seemingly. It makes the power unsuspected. And you're acting like you're powerful, but you're experiencing powerlessness every freaking day. Yeah. The other, you admit your powerlessness and now you feel power. Yeah. And you don't experience powerlessness because I'm not trying to make that person into my image. I don't care. I accept who they are and who they're not. Yes. I'm not trying to conform everything around me. I'm fitting me around everything. What works better? Yeah. Did I become something? No, I admitted I couldn't pull it off. I admitted complete defeat. I admitted I'm not managerial quality. I admitted a lot of stuff to the innermost self. The innermost self really admitted it to me. Yeah. And then it's been a new basis formed, which is I sincerely took it in the beginning, was really jazzed up about recovery, loved the meetings, couldn't believe how many people had my thoughts and my feelings and had done the shit that I thought I alone had done. It was incredibly relieving. Yeah, it was. I was jacked up. I just rode that wave for years. Then self about a knowledge of self started to occur. And I realized what had defeated me is not me. Yeah. It's not an aspect in me called ego. No, it's a sense of being the thinker when thoughts are noticed. It's the sense of being the doer when actions occur. It's the sense of the one who has the problem instead of just the problem. Yes. It's a sense of ownership about shit I have nothing to do with. And you can see it now. Some people have been sober 35 years old. They're still shackled to the past because they believe they did all that stuff that they did when they were taken over by the parasite. The head is still cashing in that, that shame and guilt check every month. When's it gonna stop? How do you get out of the unforgivable doing, seeing yourself as not the doer? That's the only relief, yes? You're gonna forgive everyone in this world and you're still sentenced to a life sentence because you being so special should never have done what you did, even though you can forgive someone else for doing it, but they're not on your level, yeah? You have a, you are, you should know better. They're, oh, forgive them for they know not what they do, but don't forgive this. No fucking way, Paul. You knew better. You've been convicted. You're just living out the sentence. 
Yeah, you've been moved from maximum security and now you're at a farm, so to speak. Yeah. Bondage of self, bondage of self, bondage of self. Yeah. It's like wearing, like, let's say in one incident, you need to wear a certain outfit. Now you're conformed to have to wear that outfit all the time. When leisure time comes, you got the neoprene suit on. You're not, it's not an inducing relaxation. Yes. You're bonded to this idea of self. You've outgrown most of it, and now you're still stuck in the same shoes. Yeah. Stop adapting your foot to fit the shoe. Step out of the shoe. The word they use in recovery is we outgrow stuff. When? We outgrow it. What do we outgrow? Fear. What? Yeah. How can I outgrow fear? Well, that which you think you are can, because it's really furthering fear all day by mental anxiety. It has no intention of, of living, not living in fear. It's got a lot of reason in there. It has a lot of rationale. It's like the golden calf. Yeah. But we've outgrown a lot of it, haven't we? We've outgrown the narrative. Sometimes do you actually listen to it? Not as you, but listen to it. Some of its tapes are from 1984. They're like tapes it ran when you were like third grade. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never gonna be enough. You know, just the same, same. They see it's really you're moving like 45 and the the, the speed of your life is like 33 and a third, the narrative. Yes, it just doesn't fit anymore. As you are not, you are a loser. It just goes on and on and on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When does the growing stop and that you, re you reach a point of outgrowing? You've outgrown something. There's a point where the growing stops. You're relieved. It's a new basis, a new condition. You've outgrown the old basis. And now you have grown into a new basis, yes? You're not going to outgrow that. You're going to abide in that. Your life is going to rest on that, yeah? If I tell the truth right now, the problem does not exist for me right now. Literally. I have no thoughts about drinking. I'm not planning any, you know, devious strategy to fuck someone else up. I could care less. Yes. The only thing I'm looking at is the dog and the cat wanting something and shit like that. So I'm available to them. Yeah. I'm not burning down places or... <laughs> You know, if you had surveillance on me, you would have been bored in about a half an hour. It's, there's nothing going on. The problem does not exist as me. That's why I can have a lot of days of the exist of the problem not existing for me. Because the real condition is the problem is existing as me. Most of the time, even when it's great, it's got a certain frame of not, it's not going to stay great. Yeah. The old color keeps bleeding through the new fabric. It's just a mind boggling. Yeah. Have you watched your head? If it's feeling great, it gets suspicious. When are they going to find out I'm a fraud? Something like that. If it feels like a little discomfort, it's the begin beginning of a lifelong depression. Give me, do you want that to be narrating the story of Paul? Do you really? All the miracles, they're forgotten in a half hour. A seeming slight 40 years ago is remembered as if it's today. It's insane. Yeah. You think you're going to rehab that? You lose interest in it. That's what you do.
if I was still me, I'd have to go to like a, a, a rehab restoration every day because the head would just keep leaning the old way it went. It would have to have, it'd have to be like uh, uh, the fence would always have to stay up. You know, it, it would have to have complete, because it would keep going the way it's naturally, not naturally, it's artificially driven to go. You outgrow this. You have a new basis. The new basis is relying on a higher power. Why is that established? Because you've been convinced it's insane to rely on the lower power, yeah? So faith has lost faith in self-reliance. That's what it is. The faith that we are hopefully has lost faith in self-reliance sufficiently enough that enough faith has moved to something that's reliable. And that's why our day seems to be somewhat sane today because the faith has moved from finite self to the infinite, yeah. How did that happen? Through the grace of the higher power. What facilitated that? The program of recovery. There you go. Now you don't have so much, you know, all the fear that was rooted in self-reliance has been diminished because you're not relying on self. Yeah. You found yourself to be something other than what the mental state presents. Yeah. I must be bigger than that. And you felt the spirit, the I am, that which is breathing every breath. You felt it. You've sensed it. Now it's much more familiar. And that's what we're relying on. Yeah. The greatest thing to rely on can't be seen. Yeah. You can't put your elbow on it. Yeah. You can't put your head on it. Yeah but it is the most reliable and it's not a nature of a thing. It doesn't come and go. It's always available at all times, right where we are with no requirement for what we think ourselves to be to meet it. Yeah, we are it. Pretty good. <laughs> you can rely on that. I'll tell you, you can. Do you want to keep relying on thought? I don't know. <laughs> thoughts are completely unreliable <laughs> and that's where the mental you know it says not from our talk from the book the problem resides in the mind yeah you want to really set up your sober camp there <laughs> I think I'm sober, and then you're th you're gonna think you're not sober, and it's gonna go on and on and on. Yeah, <laughs> this is being convinced. The thought system doesn't get convinced. The innermost is convinced. Yes, that's which can put its foot down. Its its imaginary foot down is the innermost. Yeah, you concede to your innermost self that you're fucked, yeah? And you're not managerial quality. Yeah? It's so much better be to, to be directed than think you're the director. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Some great things can come to pass through you, yeah? By this grace, this power, really. Yeah. Well, I hope that caught a little of that. Great, thank you, Paul. Live by self-propulsion. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by live by self-propulsion? Does that mean you're living on your own propulsion or your propulsion is being driven by self? I would say the latter, yeah? Self is propelling itself with our juice. It's using our, us as fuel to propel itself. Yeah. All right. So yeah, thank you. Self-propulsion. Self Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Exactly. 
<laughs> what do you think self means? The word. What does it imply? Your, in, your inner resource dictionary. Look it up there. And it's going to say a foreign activity, a, pa a foreign pathogen, a parasitical mental movement. Go to the dictionary of the innermost and let the innermost tell you what self is. Do not let self tell you what self is. It will keep calling it you. Go to the innermost and bring that word. What the hell does self propulsion mean? All right, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Right. Uh, Irene, do you want to come in? Hi, everyone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Paul, for those words this morning. <clears throat> I don't usually get to join your morning groups because I'm usually at work at the hospital. Uh, I was recently diagnosed with pneumonia and I spent some time in the hospital and so I'm at home recovering. So part of my attention is with you, but part of me is pretending to be a nurse on this other screen. So, um, but it's been a real uh, good reminder for me to hear your words when I'm physically ill or when this body is physically ill because all of my addicts behaviors have come up. I find myself wanting to control, wanting to, a lot of fear, thinking I'm in charge, self is in charge. And I found it a very good practice to remember through your videos and your teaching uh, the truth. Yeah. And uh, when you speak of fear this morning, I wanted to just acknowledge how that helps me when you speak about that because even though I have been not uh you know alcohol no longer speaks to me either it's been decades and uh, when I was in hospital and IV antibiotics and all this stuff happening and I'm practicing noticing what self is saying and what physical illness brings up and I rarely get physically ill so it's a big challenge for me to uh, as a nurse, become a patient and to have faith that I am being cared for. Uh, so it's been wonderful uh, spiritual lesson for me to let the body do what it needs to do and to have faith in that process around fear. So I, I just wanted to thank you again for helping me through this process. I'm very grateful to teaching here and this group uh, everyone in this group, everyone I feel very grateful for. Great. Thank you, Irene. And, you know, another, this stuff that you recognize that won't usually come up if you're well, is good to bring the step six and seven. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it truly relies, it relies on the magic of the body. Yeah? yeah. This is how it anchors us to the whole story. Yeah the body experience it's so seductive so seductive oh my god but, and uh, but it's it's real uh it'll be lying lying in the weeds but in those moments when there's a threatening or stuff you'll see a lot of its real character yeah and i would if you want you can bring that to six and seven and just yeah. say hey i'm entirely ready to have yeah this thing that says it's it's not going to trust and it has to control mm -hmm. everything yeah. over to the care of that power i mean and let it reconfigure it because it's energy it's like it's almost weird to say it it's this is you know the truth is nothing's actually happened we're all fine but in this drama let's embellish it it's yeah. like spent trust it's misspent faith yes yeah now, hopefully, the faith and the trust that we are is being directed by something that can be relied upon, yeah? Like intuitive thought or your gut or stuff like that, yes? Mm -hmm. So, and all of those patterns 
of, of the misspent trust and faith when noticed can be like alchemy can be restored. Yeah. The, the outer, the outer aspect can be shaved off and the trust and faith can be moved to enrich your day now. Yes. Yeah. It's like an alchemy. Yeah. You bring it to this higher power, step six and seven, and it cuts off all the chaff and just gets to the wheat. And then it's, it instills the wheat in, in the living of this life. So now the faith and the trust is resting in something that's faith, you know, faithful and trustful instead of untrustful and unfaithful. Yeah. Yes. So this is almost as if we're a, a living recycling going on. And the part that triggers the whole recycling is just awareness. Uh, not awareness of you, but a, awareness of not you, really. That's been called you or assumed to be you or was inferred or, you know, qualities of you. No, we we now when seen, it's greeted with a question mark, yeah, not a consent. And you can bring it to this other aspect of higher power in the in the working steps, which is six and seven. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. a lot of times, obviously, in certain situations, old act old grooves appear. Yes. And there's a trauma that was set that you're not going to be taking care of, let's say, and you're doing pretty good. And then something occurs, but, and that thing that something occurs is used to trigger that underlying feeling that I'm not going to be taking care of. It's time to recycle that, man. There's a lot of faith and trust in that. Yeah. And it, it could be put to better use than your head, wielding it as another sledgehammer. Yeah. 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 So this is called the working steps. Why do you call six and seven our working steps? Yeah. Yes. They're a chute that we bring something to, just put it in the chute, the C H U T E, whatever. And then there you go, trusting the process. And it will, that currency that's been held will be released into the flow and you'll feel you'll feel more of that sense of faith and trust yeah 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 so there's this is the thing a lot of people hate these visitations of this or that but mm -hmm. it's a great moment in another way because there's a lot of frozen fuel in there which in the sun of awareness can be released and it's going to better you and others. It's going to be, make you more of, of maximum use. Yeah. So yes, it's a drag, but sometimes it's, everything is an invitation. And yeah. so you can see what you're not rise up to tell the story about having pneumonia. And yeah. you'll see that it's similar to when it rises up and tells you the story of having something else or, yeah, and you'll recognize it not of it's not of you in a way. It's like a weird mental addition that's gone wild. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I mean, uh I love it to always go great. Yeah. But there may be some other things going on here, which is for us to be a maximum use. And being of maximum use may not look like it's the greatest, great plan, the greatest plan for me, because I have to grow through shit. I'd rather not go, you know, grow through. But hey, this is how it goes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that power is never, it's, it's never absent. It's always there. So I feel everything has value when, when that shit moves through its hands. It does. Everything I've ever had been brought back to has had value and i used to believe that there was no value in it that everything that i called having no value has produced a lot of value in this life yeah 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 so i don't have the eyes to see when i'm looking through self-centeredness i don't see the value in a lot of things i don't yeah 
I'm really literally blind in a lot of ways. When self-centeredness is the dominant point of view. When they're seeing not from the self-centeredness, you see value in a lot of places and a lot of things where you didn't see value before. Was it, is it newfound value? It's not, it's not new value, it's newfound value, but the value has always been there. Yeah. This is like, you know, for those who have eyes and ears to see and hear. The eyes, not trying to practice something, but freed from self-centeredness, have an incredible way of naturally seeing things. As blue is blue and red is red. It's not like it doesn't have to go to school. It doesn't really. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you, Irene. I hope you feel better. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Um, so we've got Goran to come in, and then we've got a question in chat after Goran. So if you want to mute. Hi, Paul. It's Joran. Yeah, Joran. How are Thanks. you? Thanks. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, I was thinking about it's like uh, you've been in recovery so many years, and, and I've been uh, for like 19 years, but but it's seldom I heard I hear what we were what they talking about on page 64 that you you talk so you talk a lot about it like being convinced that self was what defeated us it's like i'm heard from the beginning it was like it's more focused on alcoholism or drug addiction but like that's in the beginning of the book but further on now it's just they are just talking about the self you know and and I wonder if, if it's, how is it, you've been with us for a long time. H have you heard the message like a long time before or is it like um, the recent years or? No, I didn't hear the message. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here. If I would have heard the message, I would have been happy to <laughs> no. be in the yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the feeling now, you know, it's like I've introduced myself as a recovered alcoholic many times, but I could say that the, for the, the last maybe month, I really feel recovered, you know. I, I feel through the ease yeah. and comfort that I feel and, and also the a lot of the resistance has gone, you know, it's how some, it's, it's hard to explain, but, but some, some part, or some kind of energy that needs to fix things is like disappeared. Yes. And it, yeah. it's, it's really amazing. You know, I'm, I'm working out a few times uh, a week and and before it was like, yeah, you need to work out. You really need to work out. You know, you need to improve your body. You need to improve this. But it's like, I still working out, but I don't need to improve anything. Yes. I'm content. And, and that is, is really amazing. Yes. But, you know, still, still, it seems like the, 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 the thoughts are still there saying things like blah, 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 you should be afraid of this or no, you shouldn't be afraid of that. And, and I understand it's like the same, you just flip the coin, you know, when, when uh, it seems like the, the self says you should be afraid of this. And then sometimes it, it, it flips and says, no, you don't need to be afraid. But it's the same shit, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's called duality. Yeah. yeah. Should I but stay? All... Should I go? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it never goes so it... anywhere. It's just it's no. constantly thinking: Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it's so so funny, you know. It was we had a sunny day the other day. I was going to the gym, and it's like. A good feeling in the body and then the mind says oh i feel good you know but i saw it it came after it it like it feels yeah. like 
someone is like commenting the whole fucking day, you know, with insane. Oh, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty much. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's fucking. Some, it like it. Yeah, and it's hilarious, you know. But but I also seen it how it says, "I did that. I'm driving the car. I'm doing that." But it isn't. And and that's the the lie. So. Man, this is the the freedom from self is like amazing. Yes. Have you noticed like from a lot of alcoholics, uh, the head is readily and very quick to take responsible for shit, but yeah. seems to be reluctant to give any credit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It has a its nature is the same, but it has certain uh, complexions, and one of them is an extremely uh, sort of negative and uh, like a weird reverse pride, and uh, others. It's um, I haven't met many others really. Most people I know. There's a, a a large amount of dwelling on either a seeming negative or an upcoming negative than mm. any kind of relishing uh, a contemporary positive. <laughs> so it's good to see that it's nature because it's not going to change. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That's good, bro. I'm happy you're enjoying uh, relief from the bondage of self. It's great, and you know. Mm. Uh, that feeling may be hard to describe, but it's easy to feel. Yes. Mm, yeah. 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 It's so easy it, to feel you lose interest in describing it, really. It's <laughs> just there, you know, it's it's just there. And that's the amazing thing. And I, I also realized that it's a, a fucking hard work being a self, you know, it's continuous work. Yes. If you if you see it, it's like, I, 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 the whole time. Well, yeah, because if something's not here, to be here is a lot of work. Mm. Yeah, so if something actually is not here, for it to seem to be here, it takes a lot of magic in the magic trick. Yeah. So the, yeah. the magician has to really make a very convoluted <laughs> activity. Voila. Yeah. 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 Reality <laughs> is just voila, but the magic trick is... Not, and then voila yeah <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of work and yeah. then it has to keep defending it because that which appears obviously has a strong tendency to disappear mm. <laughs> and so for you to keep it appearing is a lot of work yes yeah. <laughs> it is sometimes yeah. you catch it when it's it's sort of tired and it's nice yeah you enjoy yeah. it because it just has to get a a breath so to speak but if you really look at life in this, the life that as we know it, there's a spiritual path built into it, which is getting old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you get yeah. Old, a lot of the fires are just, they just dim down. You don't have to do anything. You just lose interest in a lot of shit. <laughs> so this has a built in spiritual path. Yeah. <laughs> like the the kiln the kiln of intense desires has been di diminished a lot <laughs> there's yeah. not i want it it's not that much you know what i mean yeah <laughs> that fire isn't burning yeah. Yeah. Did I do that? No, no. <laughs> Part of the process. In India, they had a whole thing. Did you ever know a little bit about Indian culture? They basically have a whole thing about, all right, you act like this to a certain age and you do this. Let's say you take care of the family. And then when that's all done, you just go off, you know, put a diaper on and be a sadhu and yeah, chill out. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Get yeah. down to yeah. the real business at hand. 
So they have even it built in their own society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Nice to see you, Your Honor. Yeah, the same. The same. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Our society has forgotten that, hasn't it? Yeah. They just want to keep making people work longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 68 now in Sweden. Up, when, when am I supposed to just walk off into the sunset? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Isn't that a nice picture, though? Know, have you ever noticed that in, in film? where the person walks off and they get diminished, but it gets brighter and brighter. Sort of beautiful, I feel. Mm. That's a very mm. nice image to me. You get less and less thought about, and then the brightness gets more and more and more uh, uh, emphasized, yeah? I, mm. That's sort of, that feels right, yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Michael, do you have the question that was in chat? I don't have it right now. Yes, thank you, Ben. Thank you for hosting. Um, Paul, we had a question in chat today uh, from a participant here today that wanted you to talk about dog shit awareness. Uh, dog shit awareness. Uh, it's the ever-present state, yeah? Dog shit awareness. Yeah. See, I did it mostly because there is some uh, things going on where they try to say pure awareness or radical awareness or extreme awareness or super, super clear awareness. I just think it's dog shit awareness. Yeah. I don't like all these names. Yeah. I don't think awareness needs any any descriptive adjective, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like uh, so. My answer to my disagreement with that was dog shit awareness. Yeah, yeah. It's just That's like the the idea of uh, you know not flashing a loving gaze every five minutes, you know, just remember that in some, some terms, the loving gaze implies something. And when, when something is used to imply something, there's a denial of a lot of, of other something. That's what I don't like. So dog aware, dog shit awareness seems to take all the mental shine off of it. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. So that's why. But I think it's the ever-present state. You can be aware of it or not. It doesn't matter. It's awareness. Yeah, it's it. Nothing else can be happening other than appearing in it. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes uh, you say th things as a certain subtle, or I, I hope subtle, rebuttal of other things. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like the mental specialness of stuff. I think uh, shrinks the aperture of seeing everything. Yes. So something that's readily available becomes special special and unique and and uh I just don't like that don't like it it's sort of a, a weird way of us like culling ourselves out of the herd so to speak yes like we're we're always disqualifying ourselves to an ever present possibility by the head yeah you know i live like this i can't give up everything and go walking into the sunlight that sort of sounds like because of what I'm doing, I'm excluding from myself from what I am. I don't believe that. Yeah. So you, there's got to be rebuttals of these uh, typical ways of the head in a weird way, affirming something, but really denying a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. 
So that was just one of those dog shit awareness and uh, the pooper scooper and all that stuff. These are just crude ways of attempting to get something across. Yeah. <laughs> Is that good enough? Yeah. Did he ask me? Did they ask me about the pooper scooper or I did I just go there? Just a no, dog. Catherine wants to come in now, actually, and think she asked the question. So yeah. do you want to come in, Catherine? Oh, sorry. Okay, thanks. So this is the craziest thing. Thank you for what you just shared on it, because that makes a lot of sense. I find myself using this with women that I work with in recovery and trying to get them to realize like the responsibility, giving the responsibility of the shit on the neighbor's lawn as their disease. And then all they're needing to do is come in and see that and be accountable to go pick it up. Yes. Right? That's what I heard when I heard you once oh, explain all it. All right. Yeah, that's a different one. So that's the dog on the neighbor's lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel that there, because the big book of AA was written in the first four years. Yes. So people got whacked. 1935, this idea became available. 1939, the book was put out. So that's 40 years of sobriety. They were under the effect of, yeah? Now, some of us have been 60 years under sobriety, 70 years, yeah? It's been around a little while. And I believe there's another wave of sobriety, which comes after taking responsibility for everything, seeing that there's something else that was responsible, which I would call self, and then being accountable for that, but not weighed down by a weird responsibility of what's happened by it, yeah. So this is all, this is just a member saying, hey, listen, I think there's another wave of recovery, which is accountability, yeah. I'm not saying start that way. I'm saying do the inventory the way, see, see everything is yours, yet, a further revelation will tell you that a lot of it has nothing to do with you. That something else was living, using your propellant to self-propel. Yes, it's been using you as fuel to express itself. So it's actually, it's responsible. Yeah, but in this world of, of Rome, I'm accountable to Caesar. I need to render unto Caesar. So, all right, I'm accountable for that dog taking the shit on the neighbor's lawn. I'm not responsible for the taking the shit on the neighbor's lawn. Yes. So it's to me, there's a, it may seem like a fine difference, but there's a giant chasm of relief there, I feel. Yeah. So I do not believe it stops at, all right, I've looked at everything I did. No, when I looked at everything I did, I saw something had done a lot of it, which is this idea of self. That's what I saw, yeah? And it's not in the book in a way, but I believe, you know, I'm putting, I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So accountability feels a lot different than responsibility, yeah? Accountability gets taken care of quickly responsibility can go on for 40 fucking years <laughs> i'm just i'm over i'm over for the i'm over giving a huge life to something i didn't even do i'm just not into it yeah i think that life could be well spent in different ways i do i just not gonna and if it needs to be talked about and established or at least be able to be heard i'm more than happy to show up and do it I am. Yeah. 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 So here you go. There you go. And it doesn't matter if they get it. I hope they do, but it doesn't matter because in sharing it, there's the getting of it. Yeah. So as they say in the Course of Miracles, uh, the best way to learn is to teach. Yeah. So here you are. You have it by giving it away. So the more I give it away, the more it has me, really, because uh, I could be completely wrong, but in my books, this is the last answer. This it's just 
I don't see any more need for the exact nature of the wrong. I think this is the exact nature of the wrong. I do. I think there's an act of being identified. You're not doing it. You're listening to it. That which we're listening to is in the act of being identified as self. I do not believe you are in the act of being identified as self, but we're living as if we are because we're listening to it without any kind of uh, suspicion. We're, it causes a lot of suspicion about everything else, but I think we should be suspicious of that, really. Yeah? Yeah. And so I found great relief from it. And basically, what's moved me in this life is relief. Yeah? And that's why I'm not moved much, because I found relief. Yeah? So... I don't want to go to super relief. I don't want to go to 11 dimensional relief. I don't want to go to lucid, hallucinogenic relief. I'm happy with relief from all that. I do. I'm very happy that I don't care about transcending. <laughs> I don't care about shit I used to really seemingly care about. Don't care about any of it, really. To me, that's the great that's the relief from the need to be relieved. Yeah. Yeah. I love to get relief from pain in my the legs got, got run over. Uh, does it stop me because I don't have relief from pain? No. Of course, I would love it as an action figure, but there's a lot of things that you're not going to get in this life. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's better you don't. Maybe you're more useful with a little pain, keeping an empathy for others instead of starting to sort of find yourself in a a high altitude mental cave of your own making so to speak yes yeah maybe i feel like uh it keeps me gr grounded here yeah who knows i have no idea it's not i'm that's above my pay scale i just show up and see what happens yeah yeah but I have great faith. The faith, I see faith as a force. That's what I see it as. I, I don't see a faith. I don't care about a faith. I don't care about if you're Christian or Hindu. I don't have disrespect for it. I just don't care. I believe there's a movement that we represent, which is faith. Trust, belief, whatever. You may put it, name it differently, but let's call it faith almost like a force like gravity. And I believe it is what's expressing here. I believe through faith, things manifest. Yeah, I do. I think the appearance of the dreaming is based on faith. So here's this faith and recovery says, perhaps there's a better way, not to Paul, but actually to the faith, which is tell the truth about having faith in the finite self, okay. Be convinced, all right, I am. And then faith gets moved to the infinite. Yeah, there you go. Now the same faith is producing different results because the faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. So if I have faith in the thought system, yes, I'm probably going to produce a lot of anxiety about what? Not what's not happening. And I'll start dwelling in a world not only of the present but of filled with the past and the future and i don't do well in that i don't yeah that same faith put into this higher power or i all i needed to see is the removing of it from the self has enriched my day i don't need it to be explained or anything i'm feeling it yeah <laughs> i have a sense of contentment and satisfaction I'm not looking at the dog to give me anything. I'm there to serve it. I'm serve the cat. Do that. Do this. Yeah. I got plenty. I can share a lot because it's empty. It's always available at all times. You have it by giving it away. You don't see that? You have it by giving it away. 
the problem is when you hold thoughts as yours, you've owned the thoughts and now the thoughts can own you. That's what happens, yeah? Something that would come and go has been now forced into a loop revolving around you. Yeah. The freedom is from ownership, really. You stop acting as if you own what's not yours, really. Seriously. So, yeah, thank you. So, dog shit awareness, shitting on the lawn, pooper scooper. I you have to admit the pooper scoop is a good story. That's uh <laughs> you're not gonna hear that at most quote unquote spiritual groups. <laughs> I don't know, maybe you do. I don't know. So <laughs> uh, all right, thank you. Anyone else, Mike? No, that's it for, for the hands, Paul. Oh, Ben, it's yeah. Ben. Sorry, Ben. Yep. I'm so dependent on Michael Stacy. I just, yeah. I think he's running everything now. <laughs> Where is Michael? Is he going to be here later on? I hope so. I yeah, Paul, I'll be here. I'm back okay. in action. All right, Michael. <laughs> we have a meeting today at 4.30 Pacific time. I think we'll continue on this little idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna move something and I'll read a little about the course of miracles today. The one I always read, yeah. Faith in this something else that has been made to be ourselves, yeah. Yeah. Do you see, to get a feeling that, you know, what would a dry current feel like, you know? Like when you're in the water, you can feel a current. What would be like a dry current feel like? You don't know because we're not built to pick that up. But you can see, you can tell the tree by its fruits, yeah? You can see faith. You can see the effects of faith in action, don't you? You can obviously see it in the head how much mental anxiety is produced by faith in the thought system i mean literally a huge a huge amount mostly coming out of what's not happening which is mind-boggling it's making making shit out of nothing literally only faith could bring that about yeah yeah all right so uh let me say goodbye we got a zoom user we'll keep it at that nice to see you zoom user Kerry, always nice to see you, bro. Michael Stacy, thank you. My Tuesday feels much more secure under the uh, auspices of Michael Stacy. That's good. Mickey, always. We got Chris W. We got Joran in Sweden, Keith M in Portland, Tom, New Mexico, Irene. Feel better, Irene. Give your lungs, give your throat a nice Manuka honey tea drink or something. Manuka is very powerful, I feel. Manuka honey, high level of stuff. Uh, Joseph C., as always. Ben, thank you for running this show, Ben. Yeah. Kathleen, as always. Oh, she's moved outside. She's got a sort of horizontal... Uh, Lazy boy now. Wow. All right. Sally Underwood. Sally has rudely woken up. Yes. Smacked around and loving it. That's good. Brian, Minnesota, I think. MN. Yes. Kathy, Cleveland. Yes. Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Nice to see you. Walter, as always. I hope you're feeling better, Walter. As the John S. Florida, Suzanne M. Nice to see you, Suzanne. All's well there. Matlock, Suze. Rich A. Chris B. Rich A and Chris B. Wow, that's cool. Let's see who else. We got Jeffrey in Seattle. Nice to see Jeffrey. Picking up eyes for those who cannot see. 
Jessie L in Ireland. She's all cozy. Yeah. Oliver Berlin. Nice to see you. Yeah. Sean with us. Some other person, I think. I don't know. Nice to see you. Dan H. We got Miranda. Thank you, sir. Miranda. She's going. Warren. Got Al in Vegas. Nice to see you, Al. Janet Corkery. Andrew. Eligio, King Baby. Christine Kona. All right. I think I got everyone. Hey, thank you. It's a pleasure uh, spending time with you and uh, see you today or tomorrow or soon. Roman, I missed Roman. Hold on a second. We got Paul in Pennsylvania. I missed the whole group. J.A. Dan H. Ah, these people slipped in. I th All right, I think I got everyone. <laughs>